0: As far as apocalypses go and pandemics go. There's no natural way to say plural, (laughs) apocalypses. Apocalypti. I like it. We're dealing with this apocalypse. Cosines. Apocalypti. I mean, I just ate like a full pan of chicken enchiladas, so it's not as bad. I mean, it's better than what I was prepared for. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized, you know, I'm like, I'm very lucky. I have my health. I'm not sick, but there's no zombies, so... There's that.
1: <laughs> There's no zombies, Em. Where are the zombies? I mean, maybe they just haven't emerged yet. Like maybe we're not hearing
0: about it here yet. No, you know who you know who the zombies are. The zombies are all these like moms who are still having to work from home and their kids are home and they're having to like homeschool them and they're just getting no sleep and they're exhausted.
1: So true. Oh good lord. <laughs> That's yeah. The zombies are the true victims <laughs> so, of the apocalypse
0: which is interesting that you would say that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, okay, in 2007, I Am Legend came out with Will Smith, and it was a Mm -hmm. delightful movie. I remember I was actually watching it before we um, recorded because I was like, oh, you know, I remember it being good. And, like, the CGI is not great, but it was kind of in that time when things were – first starting in that direction but it's, it's a really it. good yeah right we were like this is so amazing yeah and then like avatar come out and we were like this is great and now we're like uh. but yeah it was really good and then I didn't know but it was um right after it came out I found out it was actually based on like mm-hmm. a story like I am legend by Richard Matheson I guess mm. and I have been low-key. It's been years since I've read it. I I own it. um, And I read it, I guess, every couple of years. You know, you just pull something off the shelf and read. But it was the first thing I read that kind of made me go, within the apocalyptic genre, that Mm. wasn't just, like, straightforward and made me go, huh. Because in there, um, unlike the movie, the Creatures that used to be people are sentient, and they're not really zombies. I guess they're more like Um, vampires, right? But they're not like vampire vampires, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're sentient, and so the guy who is left uh, is determined to like, I think, find a cure. Because his wife and his daughter right. died. And it's, it's been years. I hope I'm not butchering it. And so he, like, captures them and does tests on them, trying to cure them. And he thinks he's trying to heal them. Right. And, like, he's doing this, like, every night for years. Or he'll, like, kill them. Or he'll, like, mm-hmm. hunt for them. Because he thinks they're just bloodthirsty, bad things. Well, then they end up capturing him. <gasps> and he is, the reason it's I Am Legend, it makes so much more sense than in the movie. It's because he is the bad guy. He is the thing that comes at night and captures them and does tests on them and does experiments on them. And they bring them before, like, their court and everything. And he realizes, oh, you know, this happened. But the humanity evolved. Humanity lived. They're just different. And I'm the one that's been doing this. Yeah, it's really great. Okay, hold
1: on. That is a revelation. But also, like, just as an author, how do you feel if some, like, major Hollywood Production comes along, scoops up your story, makes it this huge deal, and then just changes everything about it. It was completely what? different. And
0: I feel like up until the ending, though, a lot of it, like, I mean, the the book was written like a long time before the movie came out. So some things were different, but the feel of it was the same. Hmm. The main difference was the bad guys, because while they were sent in the book, they weren't like like me and you, they were different, mm-hmm. but it was still it was the same. Like he would have to hide from them. He thought they were trying to kill him, and um, so they got that. And then the the ending it just kind of got uh, that's so weird. Totally, changed. that's
1: like I don't know. That's like like the Twilight Zone. You know how they have those twists and things where everything goes upside down? It's like the the episode where she has her face redone because she's trying to be. You know, quote, pretty, but like all of the aliens have these, like, to us, monstrous looking faces, and she's horrified that she still looks yes. like a normal human. It's like, but having she an looks like, like Marilyn that, Monroe. Right. Yeah. But then at the end, like, you just cut off the part where there's the twist.
0: <laughs> right. She really is like a monster, <sighs> and everybody's gorgeous. Instead of everybody has pig noses, and she looks like Marilyn Monroe. That it's is like one the entire of my point's gone. That's so Thank fascinating. You. I love the Twilight Zone. I'm so glad you brought that up. I hope we can talk about the Twilight Zone in a minute. I have several There's apocalyptic. a good
1: favorites. apocalypse Twilight Zone episode. Oh my
0: God, and like some of them are so cheesy, but like you can't change them. No, no, because, no. Like, but that's what they're makes
1: cheesy them so good. now, right? Because they've become so classic. But at the time, they were like, "Well, I'm speculating on this. I've made this part up." <laughs> Tell us I was, about. I was, when I was about to say thinking. they were cutting edge, and then it was like, I have no idea if that's true. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I think they maybe they were kind of like Black Mirror is like hit and miss. Like some right. were just like, oh my God, that's amazing. And others are like, eh. but do you remember this episode? I'm such a nerd with these. Like I love freaking it. love the Twilight mm-hmm. Zone to serve man. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? To serve man. Oh my man. God.
1: We read the scripts for that in it's my a sixth a cook grade cook English grade, class. And then um, after we read that, we ended up like, just like it became like a club like we started watching episodes over lunch in oh our God. sixth grade english teacher's room but yes that continue would be
0: the best club i would have totally joined that <laughs> club because good. nobody like i knew no even in high school that like watched it and i was like no you have to you don't understand it was a cookbook yeah. and was like, are you talking they were about serving man <laughs> they were serving <laughs> you were walking up the spaceship to go to a better place because they wrote a book to serve man oh and they God. were not able to to translate it, but he finds out, and he's like, "Don't go! It's a cookbook." I think I have a thing for that type of ending. Cause last episode, I was like, "The soil and green is people," <laughs> so I think if you give me that, <laughs> that yelling at the end, I'm like, "Oh wow!" Big fan of okay. that uh, eating mankind yeah. thing. Yeah, it's a subgenre. <laughs> oh God, I didn't even think about that part. I meant like. <laughs> I meant the main character like yelling out, but no, yeah, I guess. I apologize <laughs> for bringing your subconscious to the foreground. What is wrong with me? Oh my God. I need help. See, again, I, you
1: would like The Walking Dead.
0: Mm-mm. I, I Okay. I do like The Walking Dead. I do like The Walking Dead, but that is the season that I I stopped on. I oh. Was, I, that I watched it and I was like, What? oh no, but I was watching it with my child who was at the time like 13, Mm. and uh, he's very mature, like, and there's no such thing as zombies, like, that doesn't affect him, like, he's Mm -hmm. fine, but something about that, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, see, this is why I don't have kids, they ruin movies. (laughs) They do, but they're also hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, and my dad, like, I think I did I tell this story to you? I don't know if I did. Tell them my down. mom was Whatever. working nights. Um, she was a nurse. She just graduated nursing school and my dad had the video store. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would bring movies home for us to watch. Well, my, without my mom there to like temper him and be like, Bruce, I don't think this is a good idea. Uh, he would just watch like I remember us sitting in there with my dad and like watching Total Recall, like the old one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and him like pausing it, and like all right, cover your eyes. And we would like kind of cover our eyes but be able oh, wow. to see. And I remember <laughs> like the alien with three boobs. And I remember being like, "What? <laughs> Can this I have really not happen? seen this film." Oh girl, it's like this is it's, not what I expected. It it was, it was this. It is bizarre. It is bizarre. And they remade it, I think, about 10 years ago. Um, it had Jessica Biel in it. Well, with three yeah. boobs, how could you resist? Well, I don't think she played the three-boob lady, but they did have the three-boob lady because I remember there was, like, controversy or, or something. It was. It's funny. And I feel like it's kind of embarrassing that that's the part I remember, but I was, like, 10. So, of course, of well, course sure. that's the part I remember. I, that's all I got. Three tits and legend. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What you got?
1: Well, yeah. Speaking of monstrosities, so just three boobs. Okay. Um, no, but I, so yeah, my my take for tonight on the apocalypse is Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Which is just the coolest apocalypse. Bananas. They have the best monsters. The best in all. I don't know. Like, I went into those, like, not even really fully understanding what I was getting into. And it was like this, like, okay, it's from video games. And as far as I was aware at the time, this was back, I guess the first one released in 2002, which was actually later than I thought. I thought they were late
0: 90s. I did, too. I was thinking, like, 99, 98.
1: this is based on a quick Google. So, I could just not be seeing the first one, but I thought it was the first one. And, um... Yeah, like, I was never a gamer, so I didn't really know the video games, and it sounded like the corniest thing ever to me to make a movie based on a video game. Right. But it was so good.
0: Well, I remember Resident Evil because it was one of the ones that had the big... Like, not kiosk, I don't know. Like, you know, they used to have them in front of, like, shopping centers, Mm -hmm. in front of, like, Walmart, or in Mm -hmm. front of, like, the mall, and you would get there, and you would pay, and you'd have two of the guns, and Resident Evil was one of those, and so I actually knew about that one, but we never made it very far into the game, and we had to, like, go (laughs) shop.
1: You had to go shop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Uh, But, yeah, I mean, like, it's so campy. It's so over the top, but it has great monsters i'm sure the cg's awful now but like they're just like they're really truly terrible monsters they're monsters like i would never survive in this apocalypse
0: nobody would because they're constantly no. changing you you're have like to oh be a video game I, I beat, character um, right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i actually saw the last one with my sisters i think we saw like an 11 o'clock showing and we were in beaumont texas and we were the oh, only people nice. in the theater and like We are so obnoxious when we're together. And it was the most fun. Just being like really loud, watching Resident Evil, like, I don't know, like 10 or whatever it is, like, however many of them there are. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. There's just,
1: they never end. It's great. (sighs) Also, Alice is like the best, most badass thing ever. Oh, yeah. I want to be
0: Alice. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, in real life, I would die, though. I would die in any apocalypse. I think I could survive a Walking Dead apocalypse. I could but i don't know that i would (laughs) like i i think like a year in i'd be like all right this isn't getting better i'm tired of eating kale or whatever i can find that like grows kale i'm out (laughs) so oh i just totally blanked out it was about walking dead never mind let's keep (laughs) keep going you were explaining how you were dying
1: in the apocalypse
0: yeah i i am the walking dead right now (laughs) that's what i feel like (laughs) Oh, man. They're killing me. They're killing me.
1: Mm-hmm. That's rough. So
0: have you read, I'm like, I can't remember, like, I'm so worried that I'm going to keep telling you the same stuff because, like, <laughs> I see a lot and I read a lot and I watch a lot of shows, but when I really like something, that's, like, what I always yeah. come back to and, like, fangirl hard over yeah. And I feel like I talk about the same shows. I'm like, let me tell you. Um, did you ever read... Um, I think it's called Lilith's Brood by Octavia Butler. We
1: talked about this a little bit when we were doing our Halloween special.
0: Okay. A ways back.
1: But you should tell me about it again.
0: Oh, my God. It's amazing. Um, I haven't reread this in probably 10 years, but I can still vividly remember. Basically, um, Mankind is dying, and you have your main character, and she wakes up, and she's on this – spaceship and i want to say that aliens i could be getting this wrong i want to say they're called the own maybe mm. and it is bizarre they're like one what they do basically is the way they survive as a species is they go from place to place and they didn't like cause the world to end the world was ending i think and they were here and but they basically interbreed with survivors and make a new species and that's how they live on mm. and and so it's about these people that are left and they have to, like, make this decision on, like, they won't kill them if they don't do it. They're not, like, going to force them to do this. They're like, well, you can just live your life and, you know, that's it. When you die, you know, that's, that's, all, that's it. <laughs> or you can have kids with us and it is bananas. On, wait, so there's it
1: vampires is. and aliens.
0: Yeah. Well, no, there's just aliens in this one. But oh, okay. it's weird because it's, um, you have a human. And then you have one of the aliens, and then there's another one of the aliens. It's a different type of alien. It's like a third gender. And it takes all oh, three. Yeah, yeah. It's it's bizarre, but the and I'm making it sound like campy and silly, but it is such a heartfelt, strange book. It's the kind of thing that like you would love to like meet the author just mm. because for someone to come up with this whole world and this whole plot and this whole idea, you have to know. They have like there's a lot happening upstairs. Like that imagination isn't like a normal caliber. So it's, it's just one of those types of books. And it is, it's probably not for everybody, but I, I really liked it. But I like weird stuff.
1: No, it sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really good.
1: Okay, well, when I thought it was vampires and aliens, I thought of another film that I really enjoyed. But we're going from like really highbrow from you to like the lowest of lowest brow with us. Bring it. Do you remember when they made a film of cowboys versus aliens?
0: Hell yeah! Oh my! Are you kidding? God, Uh, I do remember that. (laughs) Look, I'm here for a weird western. It was too much,
1: and it was so great.
0: (laughs) I think it's one of those like when you start making that movie you have to really lean into it oh or, yeah like you have to go for it Yeah, because it's gonna be what it is it's ridiculous if and you, you either back,
1: enjoy that or you get out
0: right right i think my dad owns that movie i think that's like one of his favorites oh that's God. like up his alley oh it is good it's really yeah, good 50 points but that's,
1: yeah that's um, so good
0: so, did you remember the show, and this isn't necessarily one of my favorites, but I did think it was funny, and I, I'm i kind of sad it got canceled. Was it The Last Man on Earth? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen snippets. Yeah, so I guess about a year ago, I think it's on Hulu. It might be on Netflix. It's on one of them. I, like, binged the whole thing, and... I mean, it's not like the best television ever, but it is highly entertaining. It's funny. The episodes are twenty minutes long, so if you are looking for something like if you're sitting at home and you're wanting to like really laugh and watch something like kind of apocalyptic, but funny, that's not going to make you feel bad. There, you're never like <laughs> feeling like for these these people are terrible people in this show. Like it's just bad, but. But it, it, it's really funny. And they're 20 minutes long. But the problem is it it just ends like it got canceled.
1: Oh, so geez. Like after
0: the last <gasps> season, there's like a huge, um, there's like a huge cliffhanger. And then it didn't get picked back up. Oh, my God.
1: That happened to Santa Clarita Diet, too. I cannot handle it. I'm never letting it go. Where do you I watch The Last Man on Earth?
0: Either on, I think, Hulu. I think okay. it's on Hulu. It might be on Netflix. It's one of those two platforms. But I want to say Hulu. But it's. It's a real easy watch. Like you nice. don't have to be engaged. Like you can just zonk out. <laughs> nice. I think it it maybe it's more realistic to how things would go for people. It's like the most <laughs> average to be, you have like people that are slightly above average, people that are average, and people that are like way below average, oh just on the humanity scale. <laughs> and like that's who lives and like <gasps> bonds together. It's like
1: Gilligan's Island.
0: Yeah, except with bad people. <laughs>
1: you're right everyone on Gilligan's Island was like very earnest very likable it's not something you think about when you're a kid we used to watch that when we were getting ready for church on Sunday mornings there was like Mm -hmm. this whole lineup on Sunday morning so it was like Scooby-Doo was on for like an hour and then Gilligan's Island and oh what else was on there used to be the show Land of the Lost where they got transported back in time to win the dinosaurs with the
0: dinosaurs Uh oh my
1: god so that was you on in that, that section of of TV at one point. Mm, I love that show. I was obsessed with that show at one point when I was like Didn't maybe like, nine Will or Ferrell
0: ten. make a movie like there was a remake of it. I oh never saw it. God, I think we I were like, that out. You're right. <laughs> we were like college age, like early 2000s. Ah,
1: that is the strangest choice. <laughs> Do you remember? Like my most vivid memory of that show though is. Um, there is just like mostly that show was pretty light, but there was yeah. one episode where, for some reason, transported back into prehistoric times with dinosaurs, they were now being haunted in their like house by the spirit of their dead mother. And like, what? I swear to God, I swear to God, that was
0: like <laughs> their was, new writer. It was so random, fired. right? Like, surely, because like, <laughs> like all, like, all okay. their like
1: furniture was like rattling and moving around the room. She was really angry. I'm probably remembering some major piece of this really wrong, but I remember enough, like, I know there was a ghost involved because it kept me up for nights.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Mm. I think, like, can you imagine, though, like, if they, back to Gilligan's Island, (laughs) this is (laughs) terrible, if they, like, remade Gilligan's Island now and they were, like, like on HBO or like you know something what? like that, I and it would was like literally
1: watch that
0: gritty. You had like the movie star, but she was like a porn star. Oh my and god! And you had like I don't know, like I don't know. It could be really entertaining.
1: The Howls. Oh my god! You'd yeah. have to have like you'd either have to go like Silicon Valley or like a Trump
0: or like total opposite. They could be like Beyonce and Jay Z.
1: Oh my god. You know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) just
0: be like really interesting but then like why were they ever on that boat okay this is really for a three-hour
1: tour (laughs) like
0: why would the house take a three-hour tour okay (laughs) that's how lost started i don't know (laughs) stop over (laughs) they're trapped (laughs) on an island (laughs) (laughs) they had coconut phones (laughs) they had coconut phones and no toilet paper. Do you remember the episode where they eat the radio where they eat the
1: uh, radioactive vegetables? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They eat the radioactive vegetables that they find in like this garden on the island for no reason. <laughs> and <laughs> and Gilligan's favorite carrot
0: is Gilligan's Island. <laughs>
1: Gilligan eats these carrots, and he can suddenly see, like, super far away. Oh and so God. he keeps seeing these boats that are way too far away to know they're there. But to him, they look close enough. And so they keep going nuts, thinking they're about to be saved. Oh my God. And then, like, they all have some sort of, like, superpower like that for, like, two seconds.
0: And they're still stuck on the island.
1: Yes! It doesn't oh help God. them at all.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> Oh, well, that's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) I don't know if you can tell, but our show is totally scripted. (laughs) Like, we put together a plot. We have an arc for each episode and and notes. (laughs) We
1: take this really seriously.
0: Very seriously. It's the
1: apocalypse app. It's the apocalypse. There's nothing more serious than this. It's the end. My
0: problem is, like, I think, like, we're calling it my favorite apocalypse. And I'm sitting here, like, really thinking, like, which one would be my favorite?
1: Mm. And
0: I got nothing. I just, okay. I like enter, entertaining, like the <clears throat> ones that are my favorite to read about. But as far as like living through any of mm-hmm. them.
1: Sure. Well, okay. Um, I feel like I keep getting hung up on the word apocalypse too, because <laughs> there's this whole genre that's post-apocalypse, which I guess is technically what things like Walking Dead are right because yeah. you're not living through like an asteroid hitting the earth you're after everything that we know is destroyed right. so like then apocalypse is supposed to mean the end of the world but so so often we actually use it as like a major change to the world technically
0: right right so that's my big I thought would, for the day oh i thought you had it was going into a show so that's okay it. okay okay um The one that came out that with David Tennant as Crowley, you know, and it had the angel and the devil and it was like the biblical apocalypse, the end of the world. Oh, the,
1: uh, the Neil Gaiman, Good Omens,
0: Good Omens. Omens. Okay. That would be my favorite. That's good. I'm good with there. That's
1: a really good one.
0: It is. There is technically an
1: apocalypse in there, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they like avert it. Like it's yeah, avert, divert. Like it's supposed to be the apocalypse, and then it ends up not happening. Oh, good for them. Yeah, it it was very good. And then <laughs> <laughs> my brain won't cooperate. I keep I'm just thinking about David Tennant now. That's how I, got it. Um, I don't know.
1: You know, I did just think about Preacher again because that movie or that movie. That comic book starts with an asteroid hitting the earth
0: but that's like that has been on my watch list forever and like i forget about it i'm gonna watch Mm -hmm. it tonight when the kids go to bed because it that sounds
1: i have mixed feelings about the show like so many other things i'm gonna go ahead and say the uh the book is better the comic books are a lot better and part of it is that they take their time and really explain things on the show that they don't explain in the comic book, in like this like who gives a shit we're just going off the walls bonkers sort of way, which is what I love right. about it so much. But um, it slows down the show a little bit, um, and also they can't really go as weird or dark on the show because it's television. Right. As they do, which like when you start to see it, you're going to be like, holy crap, this is plenty dark. But like they just go right off the deep end from page one in the books.
0: If I don't have, like if I've never read the books, Mm -hmm. I'll probably like the show because I don't have a reference point. Right. I mean, you come in and you had like an expectation for it. Yeah.
1: I think it's a little slow. So you have to give it a chance.
0: Okay. Well, I don't mind slow. I can do slow. Okay. Um, If there's enough other interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, like the characters are fantastic. They're assholes,
0: which (laughs) makes them a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. So there had to be, I know like I'm, okay, I know what it is now. (laughs) Black Mirror. I'm coming back to Black Mirror. There is an episode and, damn it, I don't have my phone, so I can't like Google it to tell you you the name of it. And... Or pull out my very curated show notes that I have right here. <laughs> in in your front skirts. of me, yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's it's probably my second favorite episode, mm-hmm. and it's like that. You never know why the world is like it is. You don't know exactly what happens, but these people are going to this warehouse looking for supplies, and it leads you to think they're some of the last survivors. Mm. And they're spotted by like these metal dog type things that basically just hunt them the rest of the time. And it is intense from the beginning to the end. Cause it's one of those, like even if you get away and you survive, the world is so bleak. It's, it's kind of like you just survive for now, um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is the best you can hope for is to wake up and do this again tomorrow. And for some reason in my lovely brain, that is like my favorite trope (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh it's the world's terrible but let's keep going but it's very good you should watch it and then when I was researching for the show I kept coming across a book is it called I'll tell you real quick is it station 19 11 station 11 oh station 19 is something else
1: Emily St. Mandel yeah yeah oh yeah
0: yeah yeah station 19 pulled up front that's like a firehouse show okay (laughs) wait Uh, the book, it's a book. Are there two stations? Station 11. Yeah, no, it's, uh, there's a bunch of station something. Station 11 by Emily
1: St. Mandel, who just released a new book, Glass Hotel or Something Hotel. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, she's great.
0: And it came out in 2014, and I think it's about, like, this child actress, and, like, there's no more, like, art, and it just Mm -hmm. kept popping up. And so now I'm totally going to read that Like, it looks very good.
1: Mm -hmm. It's lovely. Her writing's really stellar.
0: Wait, you may have talked about this before. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Or we may have talked about it off the podcast. But anyway, like, it it looks amazing.
1: It's really lovely. And here's a weird thing about this book. I read it on audiobook and got, like, almost to the end. Like, I was, like, 20 minutes out. And then the library reclaimed it. Oh, no. It just disappeared. Darryl. And so I still have like no. 20 minutes. Like, I, I still don't know what the
0: final ending is. Oh, no. But
1: I really enjoyed it up to that point.
0: That's really terrible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so I just bad. thought of another one I loved. Okay, so we all got wonderful memes from this one. Like, the best memes, Bird Box. Oh, Yeah. It was so good. And then, like, people hate it. kind of got cool to, like, talk about how it wasn't that good. But, I oh, thought it was great. I loved it. I loved all of it. I thought the ending was cheesy. But when you write something, not write something. I haven't read the book. So, I mm-hmm. don't know if the book and the TV ending is the same, the movie ending. So, I'm talking about the movie. So, I feel like when you have a movie like that, you have to end it. And there's no way to end it perfectly. So, I thought it was great. I mean, I don't know what else they really maybe could have done there?
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it released too close to Fahrenheit 411, or, yeah, is that the number? I'm messing up all my numbers, Uh, but I don't even remember if they actually released that close together, if I just happened to have watched them that close together, but it felt like a very similar thing, which is not even the author's fault, because Ray Bradbury wrote his in, like, decades ago, and then he wrote his, you know, when he wrote it and it's total timing chance that the movies got done like that. Um, but it made it feel less fresh, right? So if you saw the HBO adaptation of Fahrenheit 411, I'm still questioning my number for some reason. Does that sound right to you?
0: I don't know. Is it 451?
1: 451, my God. Yeah, yeah. Station 11, no. Fahrenheit 451. There we go. Uh, but so if you saw the HBO adaptation of Fahrenheit 451, um, they extrapolate it a little bit at the end, where they're all working to like memorize books so that they don't get lost as they get burned. Oh, and okay. there is this one individual who's among these like resistance people, who mm-hmm. has this incredible capacity to remember these books word for word. Okay. And they never say it, but once you start to engage with this character very briefly at the end, it becomes clear very quickly that he's autistic. Right. And so it's like this really, really cool thing where they have presented this like it's so rare to see an autistic character presented as a way as like exceptional and gifted in like presenting this incredible thing for the world, which is, you know, such a legitimate, important thing. And so I had recently seen Fahrenheit 451 and then I saw Bird Box. And am I remembering the ending of that, right? Where it's at a blind school and those are the people who are able to survive in this world and have something to contribute. Like, yeah.
0: Until this conversation, I forgot that it was actually a blind school. Mm -hmm. I just remembered finding the place in the woods that was Ah. safe. But it was, it was. It was people because they could not see uh, like the, whatever it was, had no power over you if you couldn't see it. Yeah. So that was.
1: So I love that sort of, thing but having so recently seen 451 it was feeling more like gimmicky or something
0: right which right.
1: again is not the other's fault but
0: right i don't know well i went into it completely without any like i had no idea what it was about i just mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like okay i keep seeing the stupid meme let's watch this and i mean it wasn't a perfect ending but i appreciated what they were trying to do. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it was good, but I'm not, if you want a movie critic, that is not me. I like movies. Like <laughs> movies have to be very bad for me to not care for them or not. That's <clears throat> not true. Like there's things I won't care for. For me to actively dislike a movie, it has to be pretty mm-hmm. bad. You well, know? Yeah. And
1: I gotta say, like, I really like the Roger Ebert approach to movies, which is like judge each movie based on what it's trying to be. So, like, if you're oh, trying cool. to be a really campy, horror, over-the-top film, you don't have mm-hmm. to judge it against something, like, literary and heavy and serious, you know? Like, it doesn't need to be the next Oscar major contender, like, The King's Speech. You judge it right. for what it is being. And so, if you're really a fantastic, campy, over-the-top horror film, then you rate it accordingly. And I'm
0: because all for Because we need all of it, right? Right. There's nothing right, right, wrong right. with
1: being that. I'm all for genre.
0: Yeah, <laughs> me too. Well, I'm trying to think. I think that's all I got for apocaly- apocalypse. I mean, I think, right think we now. covered some good grounds. I think so. I'm gonna have to do some more research before our next episode, but <laughs> that will not be a problem that I mind facing. Yeah, because this has been—it's been really interesting. Like, it's a really deep well of genre, and there yes. are some very interesting approaches. Um, Just way out there. Like when I was um, like Googling different movies and things I've seen and things Mm -hmm. I haven't seen. Um, There's definitely like some that go more horror with it that Mm -hmm. I probably won't watch. But there's even, I mean, there's. I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. Like you could just spend like months on this genre and barely scratch it Mm -hmm. like there's so much out there and there's so much that is so different
1: all right that's what i'm going to try to do next time i'm going to try to find the weirdest apocalypse possible
0: oh challenge accepted okay i'm going to do this too because (laughs) this is my jam okay (laughs) i'm going to to think about it i'm writing
1: it down sending my assistant a note for my for my notes next time
0: so (laughs) let's do this let's find the weirdest and let's try to go Also, let's do two, because you know we're going to do, like, (laughs) ten. Let's – we've been, like, seeing all the dark ones. Let's see who can find, like, the the most utopian other direction. Does that exist? Is there an apocalypse where we come out the other side better? Or at least it seems that way. Like, very brave new world.
1: Mm. (laughs) All right. Juicy. So,
0: do you remember – I'll say one more thing, and this is just off the top of my head. Do you remember, okay, Brave New World, my favorite part of that book, and I read, like, I read this, I guess it's been about eight years, um, was they were talking about everybody had jobs, and, like, from the time you were, like, a little embryo, they would, like, put drops of things to make you immune to different stuff. And I remember, like, there was, like, a factory line, and they were putting some vitamin in that, like, kept you protected. But something happened and the woman that was doing it looked away and she looked back and she couldn't remember if she did it or not. So she skipped it and did the next one. And it goes 15 years later, such and such, such and such would die of a heart attack or something like that. And I was like, Oh, that's very clever.
1: Oh my God. I have actually not read brave new world yet.
0: It's good. It's good. It's, um, so I did not care for 1984. Hmm. Um. I think because I saw the movie very young, and then I read it <clears throat> older, and it's just really dark, and it's good. I like it, but I, I, I didn't care. Like I probably won't I mean, read it it's again. It's
1: a little intense. Just, just yeah. a little.
0: So, Brave New World has a lot of the same feels and themes, but it feels like a much lighter version. Okay. Like it's still serious. It's not a comedy, but it's almost to me. I'm sure other people feel differently. Um, because it's one of those books that are taught everywhere and I am not like a literary scholar but my take was it felt very tongue-in-cheek when compared to 1984 and I don't know I liked it it was it wasn't snarky but it felt like almost cool all right well it's going in my but it's been a long time so I haven't read it in a long time so it could be total crap and I could be lying to you so I'm just (laughs) disclaimer there
1: I'll let you know (laughs) I'll come find you Yes. All right. So. All right. Weirdest apocalypse. Challenge accepted.
0: Until next time. And until next time.